Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. Today, I am welcoming all the way from across the pond, Rachel Jacobs from e-commerce partnerships. How are you doing today? Doing good. Chase, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I can definitely smell something is being cooked in the other room, so I'm excited. <laughs> That's fantastic. I smell nothing apart from fear, so <laughs> nothing to look forward to. Awesome. So today, uh, Rachel's going to share with us five tactics. Is that what we're going to call them that, uh, that every business owner should be doing right now? Yeah, five plans every business owner should be making right now. I feel like uh, right now things are super chaotic and a lot of businesses that I speak to, I, I mostly work with e-commerce agencies, but businesses in general, everybody's just really confused and agency owners are speaking to e-commerce brands and nobody really knows what to do. So everybody's just kind of paused. So I feel like when you do nothing, you move backwards. So staying stationary is not an option right now. So at the very least, do something strategic that is going to drive, at least hold, kind of anchor the business right now and then future-proof it for when the, the dust settles, whatever that's going to look like. Yeah, I think anyone that's coming to an approach of this time, like uh, a holding pattern, like let's just wait and see. Uh, you're losing market share with your business. You are losing customers to other people. Uh, and if the ones that are getting aggressive are actually winning right now, and I can... from a, direct to consumer side, I can tell you that straight up there is there's money to be made. I have clients that are crushing it right now. But let's get back into it. So let's let's the floor is yours, Rachel. Okay. So the first plan is your finance plan. I think um, uh, just just to simplify that, pinpointing what your minimum profit margin. So what do you need to hit right now just to break even? Um, look at that. Uh, look at your current book of works and figure out what you can do to achieve that. So whether that means filling orders or filling projects, whatever that looks like for your business. Once you know what that benchmark is, then put a, a, a clear plan in place to deliver the work on, on time and ideally under budget. And when I say put a plan in place, I mean like not just a high level plan, like actual deliverables, tasks and action points. So taking your, your goal, your plan, then putting a strategy in place and then putting a task in place, what those individual tasks look like and where possible delegates. I think business owners in general are notoriously bad for delegating. Um, so delegate where possible and then sit on top of it. Um, so the finance plan is the first one. The next one is a team plan. I think in order to deliver, you need to have a happy team. Um, all businesses now, there's some businesses that have been remote for a while, but they still have a readjustment period. And then there's businesses that have just gone to working from home. And, and some people struggle with that. There's a lot of people, I've worked from home for over five years. So you need to be super self-motivated to do that. But some people just not cut out for it. So I think putting a plan in place to keep your team motivated um, and on track while they're working from home and also pinpointing where they are potential weak spots and putting a plan in place for that. For example, there may be somebody in your team that you know when they're office, they get super distracted. Chances are that's going to be amplified when they're working from home. Um, so just putting a strategy around that happy team um, means you, you can move forward. And a few agencies, I, I just got off the phone to one of my clients who's just lost one of his star employees because he got poached by someone else. Um, so obviously he was so focused on business, he, he wasn't looking after his, agent, his, his employees. The next plan then is the next logical plan in my mind is your client plan, um, keeping your clients happy, even if you have clients that are kind of stationary right now or not really too sure kind of in limbo um putting putting a schedule of communication in place for your active clients and then delegating that to people in your team and then making sure that the 
seen then are being proactive in communicating with those clients. So it depends what that communication looks like. Maybe it's email marketing, maybe it's social media, maybe it's you know Instagram marketing, maybe it's phone calls, whatever that looks like for your business. Um, and the clients that are temporarily kind of pausing and not really spending money right now, just making sure they know that when they're ready to get started again, the team is ready to react. Um, and then the final two plans in my mind is your pipeline plan. So kind of figuring out what the roadmap looks like for your business in terms of money. So what have you got in the pipeline right now? What is paused and what can you roll over? So that you can kind of future-proof this quarter or, or, or at least hold tight or put an anchor on Q2 and then future-proof what Q3 and Q4 looks like. Um, something that's worked for some of the people that I've been working with is, is, is digging down or doubling down on marketing efforts or tactics that have worked before in the past and repurposing those for specific verticals or types of clients or demographics that seem to be showing more spend or where there's more activity. And then last but not least is your operations plan. I think um, a crisis like what we're going through right now um, will definitely highlight where you've got weaknesses or blind spots in your business. So if, if you have a process in place, whether it's HR or operations or, or shipping process, whatever it is, um, if you have a plan that's in place that works really well, a crisis like this will highlight how well it is. But on the flip side, there'll be areas where they're super weak. And I think as a business owner, you get so caught up in the day-to-day -day of running the business that sometimes it's easy for the non-urgent stuff to slip off. Uh, and, and look at which of those processes or lack of processes are how they're impacting profitability. Um, so once you have pinpointed those, make a list of what needs to be worked on and then um, build those into your 90 or 180 day goals. Uh, if you're not sure what 90 or 180 day goals are, you, you can Google it. It's very simple. It's kind of broken down into three steps, finance, time and create, and then put, put whatever, whatever your uh, plans that you need to make, just section out into those three key areas and again break it down into strategies and tasks um that's that's it in a nutshell yeah, I, th I think it's that those are fantastic areas that people should focus on. Obviously, it skewed a little more towards kind of B2B agency perspective, but you can draw parallels between that and an e-commerce store very easily. For example, if you're looking at like your pipeline, uh, that's just straight up like what can you do in your business as an e-commerce store like to turn on more customers? What is a proven tactic in the past? If you put effort in this area, maybe it's paid ads, maybe it's social media. Like If you put effort here, I can get more people to my site. I can get more people to buy. Like What is that? Um, and then obviously on the, uh, the first thing with the finances, like what is the minimum that you need to hit? Just extracting back from there. Like If I need to... My AOV is X and I need to do 10,000 of it to hit Y. How am I going to do those sales? Okay, how is what's the marketing look like to hit those sales? Like, you know, how it's easy to come up with a plan to keep everyone employed and everyone on the team happy. Um, yeah, I, I think I jumped around a bit there, kind of synopsizing that for for ecom. But is there anything that I, I that you didn't share with us today that you think would be worthwhile? Well, I think I think everybody said this, so I don't want to be uh, boring people. But obviously, paid ads are super cheap right now. So I think you know, um, at the very least, if you're a brand acquisition is so cheap. So whether you're going to convert those customers, there's maybe demographics. If you, if you look at your, all this comes back to data, look at your data and figure out which ones are spending right now, double down on your efforts for them and make your money off them. And the ones that aren't, maybe focus your strategy on acquisitions 
and get more people into the funnel of a demographic that's not spending as much. So then when they are spending again, you've got more of them in the funnel. So there's lots, of, I mean, there's there's so much business to be done, but I think we just need to be strategic about it. It doesn't really matter whether you're a brand or an agency or SM, it doesn't really matter what your business looks like. It's about being strategic and following the money, but at the same time, not neglecting the people that aren't spending because they will start spending again, please God soon. Yeah, I think the the one thing to pull out of this is going back to the beginning like you cannot go into a holding pattern that is a recipe for disaster absolutely doing nothing is just not an option rachel thank you so much for coming on the show today thanks for having me